Today, I want to talk about telling the truth and the incredible power that comes with having the bravery to tell the truth and not just tell the superficial truth, but get to the truth beneath the truth, which I will go into later. When you're able to communicate the truest truth possible, you come into coherence. There's no disruption between what people are picking up on the outside and what's happening with you on the inside. And this has the effect of cutting like a diamond through any situation and really discerning what needs to happen next. Often, it brings people a lot closer to you. It helps move relationships. It helps move projects forward. And sometimes it cuts people and things straight out of your life which is why it takes so much bravery. But today's episode is all about how it's worth it. This is the Lady Quest podcast and I am Ariel Kylie. And this podcast is for you intuitive, self-aware women who know you have a big life purpose here on earth. Does that sound like you? Something that feels deeply meaningful to you that you want to do, create, experience, or pursue in this life. So as I prepared this episode, a lot of what I realized I want to share has to do with truthful communication with men as a heterosexual woman in the United States of America, because the scenario would change in other parts of the world. And I want to start out by sharing what I was up to a couple years before meeting my now husband, Matt. At that time, I was in my late 30s and realizing I had been on a lot of amazing dates with wonderful men. I had many kind of shortish relationships and a couple longer relationships. And the common denominator among all these relationships that didn't progress beyond a certain time period was me. And I started really looking at myself clearly in the mirror and seeing there must be something going on with me and how I function in relationship that is stopping me from progressing toward the possibility of a lifelong commitment with someone. It can't be all them because there were lots of lovely, wonderful men that would have made wonderful lifelong partners and also were interested in that. So I did what any wise woman will then do. I went straight to YouTube and started typing in questions. And on YouTube, I found a series of teachers that were men that were specifically teaching how to be in healthy relationships. And these teachers made it so clear to me that for a man to really hear me and be on my side, he needs to feel what's going on with me emotionally. 
So what that looks like in relationship, let's say I'm annoyed about the guy's driving. Instead of having a little fit about it or making a sarcastic comment or clamming up and not saying anything, but then kind of turning cold toward him, I stop, I feel into how is this making me feel? And I tell him from that place, like, your driving right now is making me feel a little scared or a little uncomfortable. And it's not a judgment of his driving. It's really just saying how I'm feeling and then turning it over to him to see what he does with that. So I think in the past, I didn't really know how to do this. Partly, I felt like I should just like the guy should just read my mind and he should just know maybe if I make a side comment or a passive remark, he should pick up on what I mean. That's one thing. Or, and this is very real, I was just very afraid of confrontation. It felt really uncomfortable to say, this is how I'm feeling. And what these YouTube teachers were essentially telling me to do was to tell the truth. Tell the truth of my experience. And they said, when you tell the truth to a man, he can work with it. And when you show him emotionally how his behavior or something's making you feel, then he can pick up on that and he can get behind wanting to help solve the problem for you to feel better, even if that problem is him. Now, when it comes to me being able to be in a long-term relationship with someone, this technique of telling the truth, it's not about keeping him. It's necessary for me to stay in the relationship because if my truth isn't heard, seen, and respected, I can't stay in the relationship. And I know there are many, 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 many women around the world and throughout time who were not able to tell the truth in a relationship. If they did, they could be abused, they could be rejected, they could be gaslit, their partners were not available for that. And actually, society wasn't set up or isn't set up for them too. They're considered property that's meant to behave. And I feel so fucking grateful to live in a world where I can have autonomy and sovereignty and choice. And if I can't be truthful in a relationship, I have the opportunity to live alone and to be independent. Thank freaking goddess for that. But I don't want to isolate myself because I don't know how to tell the truth or I'm afraid to tell the truth. So this practice of being real and being truthful is important for me to actually be able to be in a relationship with a man or with anyone. I actually can't have a close relationship if I can't be honest. Now, there have been times when I have told a truth that's really scary to say, 
And even though it's not that pretty in the moment, it led to really important conversations that helped the relationship evolve. And I'm going to tell you about one that's kind of intense. So early on in my relationship with Matt, we were having some kind of heated conversation. I I don't remember what it was about at this time. All I remember is I hit this point and he was asking me in really in earnest, I think, what was going on with me. And I hit this wall and I just blurted out, I hate men. And I blurted it out with like a lot of tears. It wasn't meant to be aggressive towards him. It was this deep bubble I had inside me that I felt like I couldn't ever express or say, I hate men. Now, I don't actually hate men. I have experienced in my life patterns of men trying to take advantage of me, asserting their power in inappropriate ways, abusing their power, and many, many microaggressions just on the streets of New York that made me feel like if I don't take care of myself, I can't trust men to respect and take care of me. I have to always be on guard and be ready to defend myself. So it's not that I hate men, and that's also not all men. There are a lot of men that would totally fall on a sword for me and would never hurt me, even if I was giving them the opportunity to hurt me. But the prevalence of so many men that do take advantage of their position had created this bubble of hatred in me. And that bubble of hatred, if we look at the truth beneath the truth, was a deep fear. A deep fear of being annihilated, a fear of being raped, a fear of being destroyed, and a a deep resentment of the amount of power that men have and fear that they're the gatekeepers. And if I don't behave how they want me to, I might not be able to step into the future I want, which is this huge contradiction. It's like to get what I want, I need to compromise. So I had this thought in my body and blurting out, I hate men to poor, poor Matt. He was very graceful in his reception of it. Kind of allowed me to pop that bubble. Because I admitted that I had this feeling inside me, we could then talk about it. And instead of hiding this thought, this and harboring it and like having it tucked away, hopefully where he wouldn't find it, to air it out allowed me to move beyond it and for him to understand more of where I was coming from. I don't ultimately know how he processed that. I hope through our conversations, he really came to understand where that came from and that it's not about him. It's about fear and it's about being hurt. 
So sometimes part of telling the truth is saying something really bold and extreme so that you can get through it, get underneath it, get to the bottom of it, and ultimately not let it have a hold on you and your relationships anymore. I absolutely love the show Couples Therapy with a therapist named Orna. It's set in New York City. And if you haven't checked it out and you have any interest in healthy communication and relationships, you should totally check it out. And there's always this arc with the couples she works with where they get started and they have to let out their ugly truths. They have to say the unspeakable so that they can get beyond it. And I just think it's so brave. I can't believe those people aren't only doing it in couples therapy, but they're doing it with TV cameras on them. And it's so generous of them to share that. And and in it, you can see how our fellow humans have so much more capacity to hear the truth than we often give them credit for. We often interpret how someone will react, how we think they're going to react based on the worst reaction we've gotten from someone else in the past. When we're actually telling the truth from a place of wanting to get closer, wanting to understand each other, and wanting to take responsibility for what's going on, it's incredible how much the people in our lives are able to hear and process with us. Telling the truth is the only way you can get to the truth. The only way out of a sticky, painful situation is often through telling the truth. The tender truth, the humble truth, the undefended truth, the truth that makes you feel squirmy and quaky and afraid. I think it's important to note when it comes to telling the truth, that it just doesn't always feel good at first, especially if there have been norms in place and you know you're shaking the cage, you know you're breaking out of that norm, it can feel absolutely terrifying. As I'm recording this, I have tried to record this next part a couple different times and I keep needing to stop because I feel physically sick and because I'm getting chills. And I think it's important that I say what I want to say because it is a part of this topic. So a New York jury recently ordered Donald Trump to pay a total of $83.3 million to E. Jean Carroll for ruining her credibility as an advice columnist when he called her a liar after she accused him of sexual assault. I bring this up because I want to highlight the positive that we are shifting in this country to a place where there is some accountability from men in power and how they can abuse women first, the assault, and second, abuse them through bad-mouthing them and discrediting them. And I'm so glad and so grateful 
that he is being called to pay for what he's said. But I also want to name that there are just more depths to the act of telling the truth than meet the eye. It's not as simple as it seems. And I really want to acknowledge that. And if you have been in a situation where you've needed to call someone out for abuse, go to HR. I applaud you. And if something has happened and you haven't even felt safe going to HR, I'm literally burping. I'm like literally having trauma responses right now. Um, I applaud you for knowing what's right for you, for naming it for what it is and knowing what's right for you. Because sometimes it's just not actually the safe feeling choice to say something. So I don't want this podcast in any way to make you feel like you did something wrong if you haven't been able to speak up about something. But I do also want to acknowledge and really bow to the women out there who have spoken the truth, even if it meant risking their reputation. I do feel like it's important to name these scarier situations because I want to name that this is a big deal and that every little step you take practicing telling your truth in ways that work for you are steps toward your own liberation and liberation of all women. And every time you choose not to speak the truth because you genuinely don't feel safe, I completely celebrate that choice. And I also encourage you to find places where it is safe to talk about what happened, where you will be held, where there will be confidentiality, and where people have the expertise to meet you and help you process the trauma around that situation. I really feel like there's nothing more powerful than the truth. And the more we practice telling it, the more powerful we become. So my invitation to you is to look at your life and see if there's somewhere where you've been avoiding telling the truth, where you've been afraid of what might happen if you tell the truth. And think about, first of all, is there a way you can more directly tell the truth in that situation? Like maybe with a partner who will be receptive, if you show up and share from an honest, open, emotional place. That could be the best way forward. Or if that doesn't feel like that's the right step, is there someone else you could tell the truth to who would be a safe person to talk to? A therapist, a recovery group, a trusted friend or family member. Start to practice a little more truth and a little more truth and a little more truth. And as you do, you might notice you become lighter and stronger and lighter and stronger. And the world around you becomes more and more coherent, aligned with who you know yourself to be on the inside. Now, I encourage you to take a few deep breaths, shake it off if you caught any of the 
queasy feelings that can come with the idea of speaking your truth. Feel the strength in your heart, the vitality of your life force, and inhale deeply through the nose and release it out your mouth. One tiny truthful step at a time. That's all I'm suggesting. Hey, if you like this podcast, you will love the LadyQuest program. Join my newsletter through the link in the episode description if you want to learn more about LadyQuest, my one-on-one coaching work, and get invited to transformational workshops I teach on a regular basis online. Also, if you want to make my day, you could leave a five-star review for this podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of my world, and I look forward to being with you again very soon.